paid. Get paid, young nigga, get paid. Whatever you do, just make sure you get paid. Get paid, young nigga, get paid. Get paid, young nigga, get paid. Crib so big that it came with a maid. Get paid, young nigga, get paid. Rule number one, get the money first. Rule number two, don't forget to get the money. Play by these rules and everything will be okay. Still in my trap, flipping my Frito legs. Go get the money, it ain't nothing else important to me. What up, podcasters? I'm one half of the Gold Members Podcast. Certified Gold Member Herb Reed. It's your boy Tyson, man. Other half of the Gold Members Podcast, man. Your boy Tyson, man. Make sure y'all tap in, man. Check us out on IG at Gold Members Podcast. That's where you can catch all our latest content. You already know. And check us out on all the latest. I mean, you got me repeating you. Check me out. <laughs> check us out on all the uh, top digital streaming platforms, man. That's where you can find all of our episodes, including this one right here. What episode we on, bro? Episode 14, man. Episode number 14. How about that? You know what I was thinking about today? What? There's no significance to the number 14. There ain't. Really? The, the day before your birthday. That's yeah, all I that's it. Type I shit. mean, freshman year high school. Yeah. 14. 14, yeah. Yeah, that's I it. too much for me with 14. Man. Yeah, 14, that's about it. But, yo, make sure y'all go check out last grams. episode. 14 grams. <laughs> 14 grams. <laughs> uh, but make sure, like I said, man, make sure y'all check out last episode. Episode 13, The Baby Daddy. Classic right. episode, man. That was a good episode. Classic bro. episode. I felt man. that one. Yeah, definitely, man. Shout out to everybody that went and streamed episode 13. Shout out to everybody that gave us feedback on episode 13, Word, too. I yeah. think I think we sparked some good conversation with that one. Yeah, either in a DM or on the page. It was a whole lot of good conversation, a whole lot of things being said, man. I, I mean, I, get, I agree with a lot of people. A lot of people agree with us. We had some differences, you know what I mean? So, I don't know. I liked everything that took place with last episode, to be honest with you. Like you said, we got a lot of good feedback, and we hope to keep that coming for y'all. Yeah, definitely, man. So, if you haven't yet, go check it out. Go stream that. Go download that and share it with somebody, man. Put somebody else onto the podcast. And make man. sure y'all look, if y'all can leave a comment, man, like on y'all Apple podcast apps. You know what I mean? That helps us as black podcasters, to be honest with you. We'll, we'll sky, kind of skyrocket if y'all can. Leave us a little comment if y'all got something to say, good or bad, man. Leave it right there on Apple on Apple Podcasts or on your Spotify app. Anywhere you listening to it, man, make sure y'all leave a little comment on there and rate the podcast, man. That's good for us. Yeah, definitely, man. Reviews, 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 reviews. We need that, man. Good, bad, or indifferent. We take all the feedback the same way, man. So, again, go check out all of our latest episodes. Number 13 was a classic, so make sure y'all go listen to that. Um, but, bro, we got an interesting show today, man. Um, I think, I mean, if if you're listening to this, you know we came in with the Young Dolph. You know what I mean? Rest in peace. Rest in peace, to man. To Young Dolph, man. Un- untimely death, man. Um, I hate what happening out here to, the, to, to, to us black leaders, man, like in our community. I wouldn't sit here and say he's like a civil rights leader or anything like that, but he's a leader in his own right because he was leading people, you know what I mean? Showing people how to make money, you know, take money and make it make it work for them, you know what I mean? Signing artists, signing people up, man, you know, 
go. I mean, shit. He was helping the business out when he, um, you know, he was killed. That like he a was, week he before. was, he was definitely supporting the black business you when he got I mean? killed. For and sure. now that black business got a, uh, you know, got a page up right now. You know what I mean? They need some help. You know what I mean? So if you can, I mean, I don't have the GoFundMe link. But they got to link up. You know, they need some help as a black business because, of course, they had to shut down because of this incident. But, you know, over the past week, um, Young Dolph, actually, he was, you know, shot and killed in his hometown in Memphis, uh, Tennessee. Um, I, I, wouldn't even, I don't even think that's his hometown. It is his hometown. Is his he's hometown. from Memphis. Uh, he's from Memphis. I think he's um, from South Memphis. And, you know, everybody know Dolph is, you know, self-made, you know what I mean? Just a real one that's out here, you know, putting people in position to succeed, you know what I mean? And he's showing you how to do it the independent way. And um, I just feel bad. You know, he owned all his masses and stuff like that. I just feel bad he had to go out like that. You should have seen the way they even, like, pulled up on dog, like. Yeah. Just the way they, you know what I mean? I mean, he does have that song out, you know what I mean? Because he survived it before, but just the way they pulled up, it was just like, dog, you really didn't like me that much. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It, it was it was kind of tough to see, you know, just the pitches and, you know what I mean? I kind of try to stay away from a whole lot of the street stuff. So that shit was just kind of like, I don't know. It was kind of, it was just bad all around. You know, he got a family. You know what I mean? He's actually, you know, a, a loving father. You know what I mean? He got two kids. It's just a whole lot that's bad and sad with the situation. And um, I don't know, man. My prayers is with the family, you know, and with the city of Memphis, man, because that's just going to be in the uproar for a long time. This shit's not over. Yeah. I mean, you know, it was definitely unfortunate what happened to him. You know what I'm saying? You know, him, him being shot and killed. It was just real untimely. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I took a lot of inspiration from Young Dolph. That joint right there, kid. Hey, young nigga, yeah. kid. Hey, that's my shit. I, I listen to that damn near every Friday when I get paid, nigga. So, yeah, nah. Um, Dolph definitely, you know, inspired a lot of people. I was a fan of his music. A lot of people was a fan of his music. He got some bangers. You know what I mean? We're going to be playing Young Dolph throughout this entire episode, man. So, you know, it, it was just real unfortunate, but at the same time, man, you know, that's what comes with the streets, man. And 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 unfortunately, there's no amount of money, there's no amount of fame, there's no amount of celebrity that excludes you from what happens in the streets. And was taking place in the streets. And was it was taking place in the streets. So, you know, is is and and we know that he had issues with people. You know, one time, you know, people. Fired a hundred shots at him, and then he was shot one time in in L.A. or somewhere in Cali, and you know what I mean. There's there's only so many times you're gonna escape death, man. You know, and I think it's just it's just unfortunate, and I I hate to see you know rappers and and somebody made this point, someone that I follow on on social media, you know, who, who has a voice, who who has a pretty big platform. But he just raised the whole point that, you know, sometimes when when these rappers, when they reach a certain level of success, there's no reason to keep going back to your old hood and keep trying to be involved in in, in, in street shit. You know what I mean? Like at some point, you got to switch your shit up, man. Yeah. You got to you got to you got to leave the beef alone because beef never stops and beef don't care about how many fans you got. And beef don't care about how much money you got. As a matter of fact, that just make the beef one do you in even more. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you just got to, you know, separate yourself. And I, I know a lot of street dudes out there have a hard time with that. I don't know why they have a hard time with that. Because I always thought that the objective was to get out and, and get stay. away. You know what I mean? And not to fall victim to that. 
So for you to spend all of your life, you know, I don't think Dolph had been shot up up until the point where he became famous. Like I don't, I, I never heard of, heard him talk about him being shot. Oh no, no, or anything That's what like I'm saying, that. Because you wouldn't even know that. You know, could it could have been close calls in the meantime, like in between the time, you know, like that he was shot before. There's a whole lot of shit that goes on. You know, close calls and shit that you're not gonna hear about. Right. You know what I mean, like that type of shit takes place in. You know, I I really my thing is, bro. I just feel bad, like for the wife, kind of. You know what I mean? Because she got the um, she had started like an organization where. She lost someone in her family, like, as a youth. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I was doing my research, you know what I mean? So she lost somebody in her family as a youth. So she started, like, an organization down there, and it's called, like, um, Black Dads Grow Old. You know what I mean? Mm. And she lost, I think I think it might have been her brother or her dad to gun violence, and then now this happens. You know what I mean? So it's like, she got an organization she got going on for, but it's like... The, the situation, I mean, the streets, like... Well, to me, that that that, that just, like, emphasizes my point, though. I mean... You got your you got your your companion mm-hmm. who's advocating for black dads to grow old. That's even more reason for you to leave the streets alone. You know what I mean? Like like we know that he had beef with other Memphis rappers. You know what I mean? Um, black youngster, Yo Gotti. You know, and it, it's just it's just I, I look at someone. I think like what I'm trying to say is like like Fifty Cent would be the perfect example of that. 50 Cent, someone who was shot nine times. You don't see 50 going back to his hood. You don't see 50 yeah, being know them involved niggas don't like him. You know that. But I'm just saying, though, mm-hmm. regardless, regardless of whether he know people like him or not, he's so far removed from that. You know what I mean? Because his his his, his life has brought him a certain amount of success mm-hmm. where he's not willing to risk it. And I'm I'm not mad at Fifty for that, you know. But go if, go back to that to that old uh, Cocaine City clip that he did on the on the on DVD, the and he yeah on the roof, and he was talking about how when that nigga's going through his hood, he don't even stop for niggas. You know what I'm saying? And I I feel that because I'm one I'm one of them type of niggas. Niggas is always looking at me crazy because I, I tell niggas straight I don't fuck with the hood. I don't fuck with certain hood niggas. You know what I mean? I don't fuck with hood shit. It's just not my twist. You know what I mean? And it, there's just all, all types of BS that comes along with it. And so even me, I'm not famous. I'm not a celebrity. But I try to remove myself from that type of shit. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to be around it. I don't want to talk about it. It's the energy I don't care about it. Yeah, it's just, you know what I mean? So, uh, I, so I can only imagine. So if I got that attitude right now as the regular nigga that I am, Mm-hmm. Don't let me come up on M's because you gonna they gonna talk bad about me. They gonna be like, yo, this nigga act like he ain't from the hood, and this nigga's bougie, and this nigga went Hollywood. I'm gonna be that nigga because I don't fuck with street niggas and certain street niggas. There's certain street niggas I love, but there's certain street niggas that just got their fucking head on backwards, and I don't fuck with it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so, it, and and I can't expect everybody. To have the same approach that I have But it's just like Come on man Like We supposed to be bettering ourselves And moving up and out I Not trying to come back Word And I think the best way to do that Is by keeping I mean you, If you have to Make your circle a little bit smaller man And, and make, it makes it much more easier To get out of those situations And stay out of those places Because you, you're bringing yourself Into those people Around those people That want the same things as you Like You don't want to be sitting around And you, you hanging with a nigga Talking about what he did On this unit That unit And you ain't never been on a unit You ain't never been on a unit I ain't never been on a unit Cause 
So yeah. I can't I can't relate in that term in that way. But if you come home, you talking about you trying to run a business, you trying to you know better yourself and do better shit. I understand that. Those are the type of street niggas I, I want to be around. You know, I'm trying to invest. I'm trying to get my shit right. I'm not trying to stay in one place. So, yeah, nah, like you said, man, if you're trying to get right, you need to fully remove yourself. Fully and remove get right. yourself. And we, I think, I think we learned this at a young age, too, because yeah. we grew up playing ball. And we used to always say, you can't be in the streets and play ball at the same time. And you couldn't. It was just impossible because you're going to have a game somewhere. And it's going to be niggas that you got beef with at that game. You might even have a game in their hood. So with these rappers, it's the same shit. You might can't have a show be, in you, hood. Exactly. You can't be a rapper and try to have street beef at the same time. Because you're going to have to go to certain places. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be in the public eye. And your fucking schedule is going to be publicized for everybody to know where you are, what time you're going to be there. And that was part of the reason why, because I, I saw some of the clips that they was putting out on social media. Mm-hmm. And nothing against Young Dolph. I'm not I'm not saying this to like say that he deserved it or anything, but you stand out like a sore thumb. Like he had a he got a, he got the um he got the Corvette that was wrapped that was wrapped with the with the army fatigue paint. Mm-hmm. Like you stand out like a sore thumb. Niggas see you coming down the street. Yeah. So niggas pull up in front of Makita's cookies and they see that army fatigue whip that you got posted all over your Instagram page. They know where you at. Yeah, and, and at that point, uh, it's so bad, and that, that that was the scary part about it is there's nothing you can do. Right. Point. These niggas is hopping out with choppers. Choppers. Even if you yeah, got money yours. Had I don't mean to laugh. Nah, even if you got money yours, like, there's to... really nothing you can do, and that was, like, that was the bad part about it, like. Yeah, because we don't I mean? we don't even move like that. Like, as the, and that's what I'm saying, as the regular niggas that we are today, we don't even move like that. We don't like people to know what car we driving. We don't like niggas to know where we live in. We don't like niggas to know where we hang at, what what females we, we messing even, with. I don't even like to tell nobody. They be like, yo, where you going? I don't even want you to know where I'm where going. Where I'm going, yeah. I don't. I just don't. I, I don't. Yo, for real. And so and so imagine if, if we came up on 1020 M's. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. How much How much more would we... You know, amplify that. I mean, if you're looking for me, we share and locate. Like, like I said, you can find me. Right. Right. If you, if Herb wanted to find me, he knows what app to go on to find me because he's the only person that can go on there and find me. Right. You know what I mean? Or my sister, or you know what I mean? There's only like a few certain people that know where to find me at, at all times. Right. You know what I mean? So, like, those are the kind of things that I'm talking about. And like, we don't even got beef. And we don't got beef. We don't even have beef with nobody, and we still move like that. Mm-hmm. Like I tell people that all the time, we don't sit in the whip. We don't. We don't sit in cars Mm-mm. outside on the street. You know what I mean? There's a, a certain shit, shit that you just don't do. Like, and you spend a block. I mean, they say it's trauma, but I spend a block two times before right. I get out at majority of the places that I go. Exactly, niggas spend the block, especially if we're going to an event. Mm-hmm. Oh, we spinning the block at least two or three times. Before I even hop out. Before we even get out to even park the car, we spinning the block. If we know some people that's inside the event, we calling them, texting them. Yo, who's inside there? Who's in there? Because it might just, like I said, if you can avoid it, avoid it. Right. Like, if I don't want to be around it, if I feel like it's something that's like, we got to, oh, we, we got to bring the tone. 
Yeah. We're not, we're not going. Yeah, we ain't going. Why? Why are we going for if we got to bring the tone for? Oh, now there's mad bitches in it. No, it ain't. It ain't enough for me. Right. It ain't, we need it to ain't, bring the tone. It ain't, it ain't worth me losing my life. Yeah, or you. Or you. Or you. Like, right. It's just not Nobody. worth it, nigga. Yeah. I'm all the, I mean, we can literally see another day. Let's go to the crib. Let's, let's roll up. We can br- call some bitches over here. Like, we don't need to go there. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. I just always had that mindset. You know what I mean? And just growing up in the hood in general, man, like, you're always just on alert. Always. Because you don't got to be nobody they looking for. You could just be from there. Or, or you could just be in the way. In the way. Around. It don't even got to be intended for you sometimes. Sometimes you could just be in the way. You and what, what I'm saying? a soldier. <laughs> soldiers asking for it. You heard? So, hey, yo, see? see? Soldier, that's what I'm saying. Like, soldier, if you can avoid it. Avoid, avoid it, it, my nigga. See, but see, but Soldier is the perfect example of what we talking about. A nigga who been successful for almost half his life, but want to be in the street so fucking And don't bad. know what the fuck he's doing. Don't. Not at all. Because you stand out like a sore thumb, nigga. And you looking crazy. <laughs> like you smoke a lot. Right. Somebody could walk up and wind slap the shit out of Soldier, <laughs> and he might lose his, take his last breath from a slap. <laughs> Or a punch in the chest. And he's on here dropping songs today. Dolph died like he really has smoke with him, bro. Right, right. Then he's on on live going crazy. They took him off the Millennium Tour. Yep. They took him. He's online going crazy, talking crazy. But then he's in the DM talking to Dolph and his people. Like, come on, man. Like, y'all niggas is crazy. Y'all niggas is attacking me. Like, come on. Like, you sounding crazy. You're taking this clout shit too far. You think you're six nine? Yeah, niggas, you're gonna be hiding wanna be, like them soon. Right, niggas want to be gangster. I don't. I don't understand that niggas with money want to be gangster. I don't. And, I don't get and it. Why would you? And then why would you lie and say you that that song been out? And then you can go on Apple Music and, and see and see and when see it was published. That it was published the <laughs> yeah. same day this man passed away. And you talking yeah, like, yeah. come on, soldier, like do a line or something on your spare time, but don't do no crazy shit and hop on live, man, like. You're drugged up. Be drugged up on your own time. Don't be talking yeah, but, about but, niggas, but, man. but you said it. A nigga like soldiers asking for you asking for a, a random nigga to come up and just whack you. That you ain't have no problems with ever in your life. Right. We know you from you. Right. We know you from cranking the fucking soldier boy. But here you are talking about stretching niggas. That's the name of your song, Stretching Niggas. Yeah, see? Like, come on, you're asking for it, dog. See, nigga, you make dance music. You make dance routine, Word. line music, nigga. You had the you had the, stick to you it. had the hottest dance since the electric slide, nigga. Like, you need to stick to it, my nigga, or you're going to be in some big, deep shit out here. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> for real. But, yo, shout out to the legend Young Dolph, man. Shout out to Definitely Dolph. a big loss. You know, I felt that. Shout out to my dog, Key Glock, too, man. Because, yo, I'm, I'm a real Key Glock fan, and I know that hit him hard, man. So, you know, big up to Young Dolph. Big up to his whole family, the whole city of Memphis, and all of that, man. It's nothing but love. We're going to keep rocking out with Dolph nonstop. But, bro, there was some more drama. Um, but in the sports realm, your man LeBron James. Oh, LeBriggity? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> LeBriggity. Your man LeBron James the other day when they were playing the Detroit Pistons um, during a free throw, during a made free throw, mm-hmm. um, a forward from the Detroit Pistons was boxing him out. And LeBron James, I, I guess he didn't like the way that Isaiah Stewart was boxing him out. And. Kind of threw an elbow slash punch, like he threw like a Muay Thai, like an MMA. That was like a that was a backhanded elbow, and then with the punch with the closed fist. Yeah. And um, 
bust their money shit wide open. Um, he was bleeding from the from the mouth and from the head, and you know went on basically went on a rampage and was it was trying to attack LeBron and you know it, it caused like a fifteen intermission in the game, and eventually what 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 came of that was that Isaiah Stewart was suspended for two games and LeBron James was suspended for one game. But I, I think it's it's raised the question around you know one. Was it a dirty play? And then two, um, do people fear LeBron James in the NBA? Because they're saying that this has never happened. And, and LeBron James is 18 plus years in the league. No one has ever really charged that LeBron or, or really tried to have a physical altercation with him like that. So it just brought that question. But so let's let's do the first one first. So do you feel like that was like an intentional thing? Alright, so I was watching the game live And um, when I first saw it I thought he kind of like hit him with his elbow mm-hmm. Only mm-hmm. But then like when they showed it like slow motion That shit looked like a fucking assault in battery Yeah <laughs> No bullshit, bro Like, yo, like when you said it Like he came through with the elbow But then he kind of like finished him with the fist It yeah. was a closed fist Yeah, for sure That shit was a closed fist And I don't feel like money was like like when he first got up, he was kind of like dazed, like damn, did LeBron James just do that to me? Right. That's what he thought. You yeah. know what I mean? That's that was a look he had on his face because he's a he's a second year player. Mm. You know what I mean? He's not that old. He's twenty years old. You, when you look at him, though, he looked like Ben Wallace that just got that just <laughs> retired do. and got ducked in the Hall of Fame. That's why they got him on the Pistons because that's yeah. what he remind him of. Yeah. He's just out there throwing soft ass eighty shit all game. But <laughs> back to regular schedule programming. Nah, I ain't gonna hold you, bro. LeBron should have been suspended more than one game. I think so too. Because money didn't start going crazy until he saw the blood. Until he tasted that blood. He tasted his blood, saw that blood coming down, burn his eye, like you know, seeing it in his eye and his mouth. Yeah. And that's what made him go off. Like, damn, I'm really leaking. Yeah. What the fuck did he hit me with? Yeah. Did he deuce piece me? Cause I got hit twice. Yeah. <laughs> you feel me? Like that's how I felt. Like damn, like he he kind of deuce pieced him with one hand, like with one arm, like bing, and then he hit him with the clothes on fist. And when he hit him, he kind of like slapped down, like punched down, yeah. and money went and like dived on the floor. So I'm like, damn, nigga, like. But like you said, it, it has never happened with LeBron. Yeah. So I wouldn't say like I don't never think I didn't I don't think niggas look feel feel LeBron. On the court in general I don't think he never yeah. been feared I know niggas know what he's capable of But they know like If he's cold Or if he if they can get in his head Or they can do something to him To rattle him He's done Yeah You know what I mean Like The Celtics kind of showed you that from Back when we was playing them niggas or, And we was knocking them out of the playoffs Year after year for a minute Or whenever he was just losing You can see that Niggas wasn't fearful of him Especially when there was A lot of older niggas Now he's playing against A lot of young guys Everybody admires him So there's a lot of niggas Who might fear him A little bit now But when he first came in the league Like you know When Mike first came in Niggas was scared Yeah They didn't want to go up against Mike They knew it was good for 50 I don't think niggas Was scared of LeBron like that They was more so scared of Kobe Yeah niggas scared of Kobe You know what I mean It was just that assassin You know that That AI assassin They're more scared of a nigga That's gonna drop 50 on you Than a nigga that's gonna drop 20 And maybe 15 dimes Even though that's a better game But You know what I mean That's just That's just the reality Of basketball nowadays You know what I mean Like John Moran Ain't start getting No fucking recognition So he start dropping 30, 40 points Yeah 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 Nah but I I definitely Feel like LeBron Should've been suspended More than one game I mean And you could 
when you when you look at the replay in slow motion, you can see the frustration on his face on LeBron's. Yeah, yeah. like I, I guess you tired know, of losing that, but homie Isaiah Stewart, that nigga looked strong. And he was boxing out LeBron like a motherfucker. Because yeah, he didn't he didn't even go after AD. AD was in front of him. You usually trying to get in the front of him. Right. He didn't even try. Like he was trying to box LeBron out. Yeah, yeah. So you just it, it just seemed like like LeBron was frustrated that he was putting his forearm on him and, and, and he was boxing him out so tough, especially on a made free throw. Mm-hmm. Cause because Jeremy Grant did make the free they was throw. Ass with. Yeah, and and so it he just he just seemed like he was frustrated with that, and he you know, like you said, hit him with a two piece, hit him with the elbow, and then with the closed fist, and he really bust money shit open like yeah, money, money, stitches, money, stitches. yeah, money had that scar over his eye like that shit wasn't no 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 paper cut, nah, you know what I'm saying? So and he was yeah. kind of dazed. Yeah, he was. Yeah, kind of dazed. From yeah, because he yeah because he kind of went to the ground and stuff. And people were saying that he kind of overreacted and shit because he, you know, at first like he didn't like he was his running down the court. His outrage wasn't immediate. Like it wasn't. But I don't. I don't think he realized what happened. Like, and I don't realize he didn't see blood yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't see as soon blood. As he saw blood. That's when he took off. Like, hold he the fuck leaking. up. He was leaking. He was leaking. Leaking. Yo, I ain't gonna front though. It was real fucking funny the way he was running them coaches over. Yeah. Like, he was throwing the they coaches could hold him. Way, shout out, shout him. out, shout out to Kay Cunningham because he was the only person that could hold him. And Melo, because Melo was going to deuce piece him. Oh, oh, and shout out to Melo. <laughs> Melo said, yo, Melo, Melo's an old school nigga in the gym. He really had the game ball underneath his arm. Like, man, he ain't coming this way. I love <laughs> it. I love the way he brought the smoke to Corey Joseph, though. Oh, yeah, like, yo, what's this nigga like, doing like, nigga, what you doing over here, nigga? I love the way he brought the smoke to Corey. I can't front. If I was Corey Joseph, I would have had to get out. Yeah, Mello. we would have had to go. We had to get yeah, out. Yeah, I would have I would have had to get out, Melo. Why come? Why, why, we had to get out. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would have had to get out, Melo, because he brought the smoke to Corey Joseph. Like, nigga, what you doing over here? I ain't going to hold you. You treated him like a Canadian. Like, you real far from home, nigga. Right, right. Like, come on, nigga. Like, what right. you doing over here, nigga? Like. He definitely treated him like a little nigga on some on some big homie shit. On some big homie shit. That shit was funny. Nigga said, yo, he's not coming over here. Right. He's not coming this way. And here come Corey Joe. Here, here come Corey Joseph. Yeah, that shit was funny, dog. Yeah, man. But um, yo, shout out to Isaiah Stewart, man. You know, a, a lot, a lot of people. And then let me say this I too. I heard LeBron tried to call him after him. Yeah, apologize. he did. He did. And shout out to uh uh sucker ass Gilbert Arenas too. That nigga's a sucker. Yeah, I didn't like that post. I didn't like that post at all, dog. And he did it immediately. And the first thing he did was tag that nigga Isaiah Stewart in that shit and go on this long post. And then he always want to throw his little gun shit in there, too. Yeah, like, nigga, you's a sucker, dog. Yo, Gilbert Arenas, is, he was, he's, a, he's a sucker for that on some real he's shit. He's the type to try to suck his way to the top. Yeah, on I some real shit. Like, and, and I, I, didn't, I didn't like the fact that he tagged the kid Isaiah Stewart in it like like it was like like the first thing he did was like tag him in it and start talking about how he's gonna be out the league and all this other sucker shit yeah, man it was, that was high power high power coward man yeah for and real. it's like yo you got a whole lot of say too like you're somebody who he would come in you know he probably would have sat down on your couch when he was in high school nigga and let you talk to him on your podcast right and that, I ain't gonna front that kid's a good kid though like he ain't never really he's a soft spoken motherfucker you know he might be an animal right but you know what I mean like 
he ain't, he ain't never been out here with no bad reputation or nothing doing nothing like that. He from New York, you know what I mean? He ain't out here wilding out. Yeah, fucking high power coward. Yeah, I didn't like that. But yeah, man, yo, did you hear about OBJ? You know, collecting his sal- uh, his salary, his his new salary with the Rams. I did hear about that. Yeah, um, shout out to OBJ. That's a little trendsetter type thing. I think I seen somebody else sign a contract and they're gonna um accept the full salary through Bitcoin. Um, which is pretty dope, but I don't trust in Bitcoin right I now. I was about to say, you better hope that Bitcoin <laughs> shit don't pop. go down the fucking drain. Because I just heard, what was it, Dodgecoin or one of them coins just fucking, they scammed like 10,000 people I bet, out of one of them cryptocurrencies. what you believe in when it comes to the coin. Like, it's what you believe the coin is. Like, oh, I believe this coin is worth this and that. Nah, I'm not with none of that shit, man. Give me my bread. Yeah, give me my cheese. Give me my bread, nigga. <laughs> and real. you got a baby on the way. Give me my bread. Yeah, and 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 he better show up and perform. Oh, yeah, because this might be his last stop. Yeah, he better show up and Or he going to be with perform. Ocho in them. Yeah, he gonna be oh, he gonna, he gonna be, be on the with, couch. He gonna be on Ocho. Des Bryant's over there now. He's the newest member of the cast. Yep, yep. He gonna be on his way over there with them if he don't get it together. Yep, yep. For much. real, for real. Um, what else did we have? Um, T. Clark. Hold on, yeah, I was about to say we gotta, we gotta, we gotta, gotta show love to T. Clark, man. So if you're not familiar, um, this past year, this past April. We lost a young legend here in the city of Boston. Young Terrence Clark um, was well on his way to the NBA. Mm-hmm. Played guard for the University of Kentucky. Was he McDonald's All-American? McDonald's All-American. McDonald's All-American. You know, top ranked in his class. Um, was 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 sure to be drafted and passed away in an untimely car accident um, in L.A., and you know it's crazy. I, I I landed in LA on that day that it happened. And um, but as of recently, you know, there's there's been a lot of stuff just around his death. A lot of people showing support to his family and just trying to keep his name alive. And so this past week, the city of Boston, along with the Boston Celtics and I believe Clutch Sports, uh, came New together. Balance. New New Balance. New Balance as well. They came together and remodeled the court at Vine Street, Vine mm-hmm. Street Community Center, which is here in Roxbury, which is in Orchard Park, and um, completely, you know, redid the court, put his logo at the at center court. I believe that that they put some new pads up on the walls, and um, you know, just and, and they 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 also put like a a, a a locker with memorabilia with his high school jersey, his college jersey, his McDonald's American jersey. At- Think is in there? Yeah, a few of them. I, I believe yeah, his Expressions jersey, his Kentucky jersey, his kicks. Yeah, and the the Celtics also gave him a piece of the parquet floor mm-hmm. um, from the Boston Garden as well. Um, so that was that was major, man. That, that was, was definitely that was major, major, man. Shout out to the Boston Celtics, man. And I, I I'm gonna say shout out to Clutch Sports too, man. Shout out to New Balance um, for that gesture. Shout out to, uh, to 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 the city of Boston, BCYF, man, for even having that. I do think that they need to um, give every community center a little banner, you know? Like, just give them all a little TC5 banner with the logo on it with the heart so they can all hang it up. Because there's kids all over the city that he represented, and he always went to a lot of community centers, you know what I mean? And, you know, he's, you know, 
from Rosendale. Like, he lived in Rosendale, you know, the time of his passing all through high school and stuff like that. So he spent a lot of time up in that area and a lot of his friends are there. So I don't want kids to feel like they need to go to the T. Clark Court to get better. You know what I mean? Right. I don't want that to happen. You know what I mean? So I think every community center need to figure it out and try to get a way to get some type of banner or some type of, you know, something to hang on the wall. I know my gym is getting redone now, so I'm sure they're probably going to throw something up in there um, come January. But... I just hope that, you know, all the kids still remember T. Clark, man, and, you know, keep that dream alive for him. There's a lot of his counterparts playing in the NBA right now. And, uh, you know, it just hurts me not to see him out there, you know, just giving it a try and making his dream come true right now. Um, but, you know, my, my family, I mean, that's my family. I really do send my condolences still to his mom, you know what I mean? And For sure. I just hope, you know, somebody, you know, I think we got somebody that's going to come next, man, and keep that name alive and keep things going, man. But shout out to the young legend, T-Clock. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, I, I feel for his mom, you know, more than anything. I follow mm-hmm. her on, on social media, on Instagram, and to just see her pain, you know, to to see her grieve, you know, over the loss of her son. I mean, she does have another son, but it's 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 nothing like losing a child. Yeah, you know what I mean, unexpectedly like that. So you know, I I feel her pain, man, and you know, I, I just want to send prayers, peace, and strength to her. Mm-hmm. You know, definitely. And then on top of that, like you said, you know, just all the young kids from the city. He was definitely a big inspiration. You know, to not just kids from the city of Boston, you know, kids all over the place. Like he was he was really putting that light on kids, man. Like if he had if he had a camera around, he was throwing kids on that camera. yo. Yeah, he was showing love. I mean, there's a lot of sharing the spotlight, sharing his spotlight with a lot of kids. That's why I'm saying like it really hurt a lot of people, even kids on their way to college now, like or in the NBA, whatever it is, high school, still high school, middle school kids. They felt that, you know what I mean? Like I even like my nephew ain't my youngest nephew ain't never seen T Clark before in his life. Mm. I walked in like the day that it happened and my nephew's like in his room, like just staring, like lost, like, you know what I mean? And I'm like, mm. damn, nephew, like I felt bad for my nephew, you know what I mean? Even I felt bad for all the kids, you know what I mean? Just because they all came to my gym. They used to play a lot of ball up there. Yeah. Even I hopped in. My last time playing full court before, you know, this summer, you know what I mean? Was with T. Clark, you mm. know what I mean? At my gym, you know what I mean? So I, I, I know the feeling that some of those kids was feeling, you know what I mean? That's why when, when I, I went to the services and stuff like that, I just wanted to be around my kids from my um my community center and stuff like that, show them love. But Yeah, yeah, because yeah, that's what matters, man. That's what matters. I mean, he was he was the youth himself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Youth, the, the youth, was touchable. Youth age goes all the way up to 24. He was 19. You know, so he was still a youth himself, you know, so I can only imagine the kids who were younger than him, who are, you know, under the age of 19, how they felt. You know what I mean? I remember us growing up, you know, playing ball, just how we looked at the people who was older than us, who was ahead of us, you know, and how we idolized them, you know, and, and, and how, how we shared their moment. Shit, I remember... I know you remember sitting up watching the NBA draft, waiting for Will Blaylock to get drafted. Mm-hmm. Like what that? I remember you had the hoodie, nigga. We all, we all shit that Iowa State hoodie. We did 
<laughs> you did, know what I'm nigga, saying? The yellow and the red one. Yo, for real. Like, so it was, you know, I, I, I can only imagine, you know, what these young kids is going through. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I, I I also believe that some of these kids is going to be motivated by that because highly, highly. they also saw how hard he worked and, and how serious he took the game of basketball and getting better at his craft. And so hopefully these kids use that as an inspiration to better themselves. Yeah, I hope so too, man. And I, I really do, man. Like, I think we need outdoor court too. We need something that's 24-hour accessible for the kids too, man. That yeah. got T-Clock name on it. So hopefully that's next and something we could do, you know, break open in the summertime and let those kids, man, you know, just keep his name alive. A tournament, something out here, you know what I mean? Put them, put that logo on them um, BNBL jerseys. Yeah, we got we to gotta do something for these kids. I'm not saying like us, per, like, you know, personally, but just people, you know, in general, you know, all these different organizations the the city of boston new balance the boston celtics you know even clutch sports mm-hmm. like i'm 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 with you know all the symbolic stuff too but we got to start putting these things in a place to protect these kids yeah you know to you know even if it's simply just occupying their time just keeping them out of harm's way you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. it is 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 it does us no good to just leave these kids out there to fall victim to their own decision making. You know what I'm saying? Because Especially when there's somebody out there that can teach them and show them, you know what I mean? Exactly, like, but but there needs to be programming, you know, around that. You know? Mm-hmm. Like well, we had that as as young kids. You know, like when we was getting out of school, we was going to the gym to work out with certain individuals and we was going to study shout out like to Rick. Shout out to Rick. Yeah, shout out to Rick, man. You know, Ricky Ricky Lambright, you know, he used to hold us down. Word. You know what I'm saying? And it, again, and just keep us do, occupied. Now that I do what he do, I'm so much more appreciative oh, what yeah. he did for us. You know what I mean? At that yeah. time, you know what I mean? Because it was it was at the very least we was he was just keeping us occupied, keeping us from outside. Even in a, even on a Sunday, even on Sundays, he'll take us to Fenway to the outdoor courts, man. Work us and, out and work you know us I mean? out. Keep us focused. But even even before then, like like when we first started playing AAU, we used to get out of school and go to study hall. Mm-hmm. We used to have study hall for like two hours, and then we had to go to practice. Yeah. And now again, it was to just keep us occupied. You know, part of it yeah was to make sure that we're doing our homework and staying on top of our grades. But it kept us out of harm's way. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and you know, most most kids will look at that and say, well, then I don't want to go to study hall. But it was fun. You know what I mean? It was all of us. You know, we, we got to kick it. We was, you know, in college classrooms. We, we used to go to RCC, Roxbury Community there. College, and have study hall. And we were, we're talking about as seventh graders, mm-hmm. as, as 12-year-olds. Seventh grade, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I just, it, it needs to be more... Like systemic things And that camaraderie that that built We built a real brotherhood Like we still see them people You know what I mean We all sitting in these places Sitting in these motherfucking classrooms We taking these long bus rides And then we're going to war Against each other in practice That's why we went on that win streak What was it like 107 and 2 or 7 and 3 Yeah And and they couldn't even raise money For us to go to the AU Nationals That's what I'm saying Like those are the type of things That need to be in place for us Right. You know what I mean? So that we can. Like, there's no way we shouldn't have been out there getting exposure like that. Right. You know what I mean? And 
we don't want that to happen to the next generation. So we feel like right now with this, with that's going on, we could utilize what's happening, man, and bring light to that type of stuff that's happening into our city. Because as soon as we graduate high school, a lot of these kids ain't got nothing else to do. Yeah. They ain't got nobody to call. They ain't got no tryout to go to or nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure, man. For sure, man. But, yo, we're going to keep T. Clark's name alive, man. For sure. TC5 forever. You already know, man. Uh, what else we got, bro? Man, yo, I was... What about Thanksgiving? Oh, hold on. But we got to we gotta talk about Kyle Rittenhouse. Oh, wait. We, yeah, 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 yeah. Got to yeah, talk yeah, about yeah, yeah. Kyle Rittenhouse. So, I, I mean, mean, I don't really have a lot to say about Kyle Rittenhouse like, that I didn't say on the last pod because mm-hmm. I already, you know, I felt some type of way about how he was being treated and how Khalif Browder was being treated. Mm-hmm. And, man, he smacked that case, huh? <laughs> smacked that case, huh? <laughs> Couple... A couple tears. <laughs> Smacked that case, huh? Yo, yo, when they read the verdict and he cried again, I wasn't even shocked when they read the verdict, to be honest. Now, now, now that was a real cry. Yeah, that, that was, was real. Did you see him smiling in the back of the fucking V? That was like movie material. Yo, that kid, yo, did you hear him? Yo, there's so much. I did so much to unpack with that situation. Oh, but I don't God, really want to get yo. into the nicks and crannies. Yo. But... Money who said he's going to offer him an internship. Oh, an internship. But that 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 congressman is he's a, he's a well-known racist. He's oh, okay. he's okay. a well-known okay. racist. Okay. Like it's it's well documented. You can go on YouTube and see him saying all types of racist shit during congressional hearings. So that that's no surprise from him. Like he that's He's always on that time. Mm-hmm. That's always the type of time that he's on. So I wasn't even surprised to hear that from him. Uh, but what was interesting, though, was that Kyle Rittenhouse did an interview after that. And in one of the clips that was circulating around, he was saying that he's not a racist. He was saying that he supports Black Lives Matter and he he supports protests and all that? that type of stuff. Well, I'm more interested in to see what you believe. I don't believe he. I mean, because because he did kill two white boys. What did, I mean, and then it came out that one of the white dudes that he killed was a child molester. Oh, so that's supposed to mean something right now? I'm just saying. I'm just. I'm just. I'm just. Nah, I'm not. I, I'm not saying it changes I feel, anything. I feel I'm like, just saying. I feel like I feel like he was approaching a Black Lives Matter protest with a fuck with with a hundred. With a hundred shots. A whole hundred shots. <laughs> Bro. This is how he pulled up. You heard? Like, Hold on, but they're saying, but they're saying and, and I'm getting this from white people. Mm-hmm, I'm this is this is white. This is white people I'm listening. Put this information out about the two people that he killed. Okay. And they said that one of them was a former child child molester. Mm-hmm. And they actually said that both of them weren't peaceful protesters. They said that those two white dudes were, you know, people that was like inciting violence within the pro. Because you, if you remember, around that time when yeah. when when all these protests was going on, a lot of a lot of looting, a lot of just violent stuff that that was happening. Mm-hmm. And so, white people have been putting out that the two people that were killed, they weren't peaceful protesters. They were people that was actually like throwing salt in the game. Mm-hmm. So you know, I, I, and and again, I'm not saying that that changes anything. But yeah, to I me, just to me, at the end of the day, he not God. He ain't got no right to be taking nobody's life, taking nobody off Earth. 
no matter what. Him smacking them charges, he was supposed to at least get charged with something, bro. Nothing? Not even the coming across state grounds with a gun and you're underage? Like, that's the number one thing that should have been 100% guaranteed. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm talking about the white privilege. If I'm talking about the white privilege, I do think that he got some type of racist people on his side. Oh, yeah. yeah. So that would entice me to think that he is a little bit racist. Mm-hmm. I would think he is. Because what are you approaching a Black Lives Matter? You think he's racist for killing two two white people? I do. Mm. I do think he's racist for killing. Even though it might not be who he was intending to kill. Mm-hmm. He would have loved it. I feel like if he would have... I feel like that was two black people. They might have threw that case out a little earlier. Mm. You know what I mean? But it just happened to be two, two white people at a Black Lives Matter event. You know what I mean? But he was approaching that... What was it? A rally? It was like a protest. He was, a pro- was, a protest. He was, he was approaching a protest with a, with 100 shots, bro. Yeah. Who are you going to a Black Lives Matter protest to meet and see? So this is one of the guys right here. Well, I'm showing it on my phone for all the podcasters right here. The guy, Joseph Rosenbaum. And, you know, God rest his soul. But they're saying that he was a former child molester. They were saying that he had been locked up for child molestation. I mean, well, God chose in that yeah. situation. You know what I mean? God and this is actually Michael Rappaport. I don't know if you know who the, who the actor yeah, yeah, Michael yeah, Rappaport yeah, 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 is. Yeah. Isn't his wife black? It is. She is. She's on his ass. I think she she's is. leaving his She's leaving his She is. She is. Him and yeah. Gary Owens, they're both getting dumped. Yeah, he said this. I, I'll, I'll read the caption because I know people listening to the podcast can't see it. But if you go to Michael Rappaport's page, he posted this a few days ago um, in regards to the Kyle Rittenhouse case. And um, he said this in the caption. I don't think Rittenhouse should have gotten off. But one of the one of the people he killed was a rotten, vicious child rapist who literally abused kids in the worst way and was in jail for 12 years. He was also a racist who loved saying the N-word. He wasn't peaceful. He wasn't a protester. He was a child rapist. I need real proof. Let me see. That's what he he, he posted that on his. And I believe that's his mugshot right there. It that, might be his mugshot, but people could also make posted. one of these on their computer right now and put this man up there and try to justify who he was. I don't know. Is this really like in the paper? I don't know. Michael Rappaport. He's, he, he's still dealing with trauma from KD. <laughs> so I don't know. I'm just saying it doesn't it doesn't change it. It because, does change it, but, but, I mean, but because God chose in that situation to me, because it's like, I you have no reason to be, I mean, Kyle Rittenhouse, there's no reason he should be taking anybody off earth. But if God wanted him to do that to him, then that's what happened. Right. I'm not sure about the other person. What about the other person? Do we feel any sympathy or guilt for the other people who were shot? Because there was there a was... family on the news, and they were, they spoke out about that, and they was feeling bad, like about what took place and how he got off. Yeah, but I I did also see you know, and part of the reason why I bring that up is because you know I, I I'm seeing two sides to this, you know, and of course there were a lot of black people that were outraged by this but there was also some black people that was saying to other black people why y'all mad about a white boy killing two white boys i was seeing that from a lot of influential black people and i'm, I'm pulling one of them up somebody that i follow i just feel like because it could have been two black people yeah most definitely it could have been two black people and i don't want to make it a mistake and some next time it is two black people 
Right. You know what I mean? So I want those same rules that they applying. Like now, it's like I, if I go out and kill two black people, they're going to let them off in the same way that they let him off for the, killing these two white folks. Like, I don't want that. Like, cause that's just going to make it easier for them to make a decision when it comes to us. Right. Right. So that was my thing with that. Like, they made an example. Like, all right, well, we hung. We we, we ain't hanging for this. Yeah. So I, I just showed uh, bro a post. And because again, and I'm not, I'm not saying, you know, I'm not even stating my own position on that. I'm mm-hmm. just saying that this, these are some of the perspectives that was out there. Yeah, yeah, no, no, you're right. But my thing is, I just want them like they're gonna keep that same energy now, though. It's like, all right, so what if they do kill two black people? Mm-hmm. Are we just gonna be like, all right, we don't throw that shit out for this reason, that reason, that reason? Because you, I remember you saying people use people losing these cases and shit to create gun laws and create certain shit that could take place for a case in the future. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? So that's what I was thinking about just now. Like, what happens now for us out here as black people? He, he didn't go to jail for killing two white people. You think he gonna go to jail for killing two black people? Maybe not. And that was just my take when it came to the whole Kyle Rittenhouse thing, how it was a double standard and white supremacy is at an all-time high. I even seen white people saying white supremacy is at an all-time high right now. It was just going crazy out here. So Yeah. So so you you kind of touched on another trial that's actually happening right now, and they mm-hmm. just gave their closing statements, the Ahmaud Arbery trial. Okay. Where a black man, Ahmaud Aubrey, where he was killed by two white men and a third white man recorded it. Mm-hmm. And so today, uh, both sides, uh, the defense and the prosecutor, they gave their closing statements to the trial. So we should be expecting a verdict from that trial to come down pretty soon. Now, that one, I would be outraged. Yeah, because that was literally blatant. Three white men hunting down a black man, and then he said that he shot him or some shit like that. I seen a little bit of clips about. I mean, uh, on the case when the guy who shot him was like, "Yeah, he took my gun," and then at that point it was do or die. Yeah, what what they was they was trying to say that they thought that he had was like burglarizing a home or something like that because he was, you know, jogging through the neighborhood mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, but all, all three of those white men have been charged with murder. Um, I think, I, pers- I personally think that they're going to, you know, be convicted of it. I mean, and, I think and, so too, because just because it's recorded, is a dude who, didn't they arrest a guy who recorded it also? Oh, no, he's, he's being charged with murder too. Okay. Yeah, he's, he's, he's being charged with murder as well. So there was, there was the father, the son, and then there was a third guy who was following behind him who was recording the entire thing on his phone. He's also being charged with murder. Okay. So we should, we should be expecting that verdict to come out this week. This week, probably tomorrow. If the, if the jury, you know, deliberates tomorrow and they all come to an agreement. Yo, you know what's so fascinating to me? How a jury is made. Yeah, yeah like, for sure. To me, it's just so fucking crazy. Like how they just pick random people off the street to come in for jury duty. And you might have to handle a high, prof- po- high profile case like this. I never forget my boss was was gone for six months on jury duty. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. Like, well, it's not really random people off the street. I wouldn't say. I wouldn't that. say random people. But you get, you get, you get you your get jury summons. duty in the mail. Yeah, yeah, you get yeah, yeah, yeah. to go for to jury duty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's real. It's what is it? It's working people though. Yeah, it's work. It is regular working people, regular working which people. I think it should be. Yeah, yeah. Me too. I, me too. But 
Let somebody come in there prejudging already or having a mindset like, nah, fuck that. I don't want to be here. We sending this motherfucker to jail. I'm trying to go home. Well, well, that, well that's another part of I've it. I've been a part of a long ass jury. Right, but but that's 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 another part of it too. And usually in criminal cases, the prosecution and and the defense attorney they usually get to pick the pick the jury, mm-hmm. pick the twelve jury members. Yeah, and 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 you know, and then they'll have like six alternates. And so, but ain't that what happened with the Kyrie um case? Yeah, but but you you gotta you gotta put that responsibility on your on your lawyer. Yeah, on on you know, I mean, in this case. You know we're we're on the side of the prosecution because we want to see these people convicted, right? Yeah. We we want to see Kyle Rittenhouse in jail. We want to see Ahmad Aubrey Killers in jail. So we would be on the side of the prosecutor in these cases, right? And so if the prosecutor's up there picking all white juries, jurors, then that's a bad job on their behalf. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So uh, you know, of course, the defense attorney Kyle Rittenhouse's lawyer is going to try to pick. The jury members that he believes is going to be in favor of his case. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So if you have and 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 that was one of the things that I had put on Twitter about the whole Kyle Rittenhouse case, because people was just like talking about the judge or oh, the judge, the judge, the judge. And I'm like, well, you can't just blame the judge. First of all, you got to blame the uh, the prosecutor. The district attorney for dropping the ball because they totally fumbled the entire case, right? Yeah. By by not presenting a strong enough case to convict them. You got to blame the attorney general for actually charging him with first degree murder because I feel like that was the wrong charge. First degree murder is pre- premeditated murder. So by charging him with first degree murder, they had to prove that Kyle Rittenhouse Went left his house to go murder, cross state lines, not to just murder, but to murder those two people specifically. specifically. Yeah, and you can't prove that. No. So I believe that that was the wrong charge. If you if you look at George Floyd's case, they didn't charge that cop with first degree murder. Yeah, no. They charged him with second degree murder, and I thought that that was the right thing to do mm-hmm. because again, same thing. You would have had to prove that that cop woke up in the morning, went to work, and and went to George Floyd with the intention to kill him. You would yeah. have had to prove that. And there's no way that you can prove that. Whatsoever. So I feel like the attorney general did a horrible job, by which most people would say that probably that was done on purpose because you know that it's impossible to prove. Mm-hmm. So we'll put this charge on him knowing that the prosecutor can't prove it. And he'll beat it. That's very possible. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then you got to blame the 12 jury members because they sat around for X amount of hours, a couple days, and pretty much came to the consensus that he wasn't guilty. So you got to blame all parties is what I'm saying. Yeah, and I agree with you on that um, when it comes to, you know, figuring out who they, what charges they should have brought upon him because... Like you said, I think they charged him with third degree murder too in the George Floyd situation too. I don't know. I yeah, think it was, was just trying it was, to cover yeah. all bases, but yeah. they knew that they couldn't prove, you know, that he that he went there to yeah, well, kill George Floyd. Yeah. yeah, that it was premeditated. Like you can't prove that. At, at least in these cases, you can't. You know, mm-hmm. first degree murder can be proved. It has been proved. But you can't prove that Kyle Rittenhouse went there to kill those those no. two specific people. 
You can't prove that. So it was it was the wrong charge to begin with. But I don't even want to waste too much time on that, man. The holidays is around the corner. I'm excited about it. Me the too. holiday season is my favorite part of the year. I love Thanksgiving. I love to eat. I love being around family. Um, so I'm just really excited about that. I don't know about you. Nah, I love Thanksgiving, man. Thanksgiving is probably like one of my favorite times of the year because I really do. You know, I'm house to house with mine. Oh, yeah, you feel sure. me? Like, I got a big, gigantic family, so I'm always just, you know, I'm everywhere. I'm trying to go to auntie house. I'm trying to go to unk's crib. My mom, you know, she she's down in North Carolina. She oh, done yeah. moved on your boy, so I can't even Is get she in North Carolina or the A? She's in North Carolina. Oh, man. Shout out to Judy. I love Judy. Shout out to you, Judy. Word. And she, and she, she ain't going to be here to make my, none of my favorites. So good thing she done taught me, you know, taught me all that shit. I'm about to actually, I'm actually cooking, bro. Oh, you cooking? I'm cooking them all. Fleet cooking? Damn, nigga. I'm nigga. Nigga. <laughs> the fuck? He's like, like, nah, Flea might be cooking shit. We, I think we all bringing dishes to my uncle's crib. My cousin, my cousin um, G, he's having, my cousin Shice, yep. he's having something at his crib. I'll probably pull up to my cousin Shice's crib, man. But I'm definitely going to cook my own Thanksgiving at home because I just, something about having leftovers for the yeah, whole yeah. weekend and shit. Yeah. I can't not, I can't go out like that this year because my mom's done moved on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Even though I ain't been living with my mom for a while now, but still, yeah. like, it's just that. Yeah, yeah. Go you got you got you got you got to go to mom's crib cuz you know cuz you know if if you got a black mother even if you go to other people's crib for thanksgiving black mothers always cook for their household yeah so you got something at home yeah like, yeah you might bring a big dish to the family function or whatever if you ain't hosting at your house that year but you know you got a fucking whole family meal at home. I might go to the family's <laughs> function and not eat <laughs> and wait till I get back home. Yo, I got a question. Do you what? eat breakfast on, on Thanksgiving? I don't. I don't eat What's breakfast. What's that about on with black people? Is that a black people thing? I don't eat breakfast. So I mean, first of all, who's making breakfast? I am. Cause you a <laughs> breakfast kind of nigga. That's that's why. I love breakfast. Yeah, yeah. You I ain't you gonna make you a, a heavy breakfast, breakfast though. I won't do heavy breakfast. Yeah, you know, I might take something. You know, a little, you know, I might, you know, a little I, bagel or something. I might bagel a little bit oh, of butter just, and cream cheese. Oh, you just gonna go teacher? You just gonna go to teacher? Right? You might have an apple, nigga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna go real uh, continental breakfast on it. Oh, oh, nah, I don't want that. See, I need some eggs, bacon. You know what I mean? See, yeah, you trying to and some home fries? Whole... That's it. Eggs, bacon, home fries, and maybe some grits. That's it. That's a whole <laughs> meal. That's a whole breakfast. That is, but you don't need too much of all of it. I can, you know, have little portions of that shit, and we can, you know, get us something to hold us over because black. People don't start Thanksgiving on time. We not yeah, white. Yeah, we never start on We're time. We're not starting at 1, 2 o'clock. And if we are, something's not done. Well, yeah, yeah. Now nah, you're right. Something's not done. So you got to have something to hold you over. And I'll be damn. i go to a pizza shop and get a slice yeah. to hold me over until I get to the family function. Only people that be open on Thanksgiving is Chinese food. And I, you know. That is, that is not that is not my fucking. Those thing. are the those are the only people that be open on Thanksgiving is the, is the Chinese people and and they might not even be open this year and they shit might not be hitting either. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm on Thanksgiving, not, I'm not eating. Foot. I'm not eating no fried rice on Thanksgiving. They're not putting their foot in that shit on Thanksgiving. Yeah, no extra did you, young. Did you hear about Popeyes? What Popeyes? I heard Popeyes sells a slamming ass fried turkey. What? Yeah, man. I heard they sell a slamming ass fried. I can't turkey. front that fucking deep fried uh, turkey. Is That's what I want to do with my turkey. Crazy. See, come on, watch a nigga tomorrow, man. I might, go, I might go live. 
I think that, I'm gonna go that live. That fucking deep fried turkey. I think I'm gonna go live and, and, and deep fry me a turkey Ooh. tomorrow, man. Ooh, I've been seeing the I've been seeing the the jerk turkey though. The jerk deep flavored fried? turkey. No, 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 not oh, deep fried. I was about just, to say, damn. It man. was actually grilled. I've been seeing that on social oh, yeah, media. Yeah, 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 yeah. The jerk turkey grilled. Fall off the fucking Ooh. bone. You might take your bird out the oven and. Got nothing but bone You throw that jerk on there I can't front Yo my family Usually at At my family's Thanksgiving We be having like Five six turkeys All yeah. different flavors Yo my <laughs> job was Handing out turkeys this week I got two of them Sitting in my little ass Fucking freezer Like I'm gonna cook both But I need to find a way To fry one And I'm gonna throw The other one I'm gonna honey glaze That motherfucker down See yeah The honey glazed turkey uh, I'm a, crazy I'm a honey glazer down You know You know what I mean What is it The Genio? Yeah, I'm a yeah, I'm a yeah. I'm a honey glazer. I'm gonna take out the freezer tonight. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm a bathe in some ginger ale. You know what I mean? Make sure mm. I get all that nastiness up out of there. They say don't wash your turkey. What type of fucking white person put that out there? Talking about don't wash your turkey, it bring bacteria. I mean, white people don't wash their food. They you don't. know, you know, restaurant most restaurants don't wash their food either. Yeah, that's why I'm, I'm a pasta nigga. Yeah, yeah, most most restaurants don't don't wash their food yeah, either. Yeah. Uh, speaking of that, speaking of giving away turkeys and all, shout out to everybody that did a, a, turkey, a turkey giveaway. Drive. Word, you know what I mean? Shout out this to y'all, year. man. Much respect to y'all for that, man. Because there was, a, you know, it was a hard year. Still, we still in a pandemic, so for y'all to be able to find turkeys, find rice, find mashed potatoes, find sides, canned goods, and all of that for people. Yeah, for families and stuff love. like that, man. That's a bunch of love, man. And you know, God definitely gonna look out for y'all in the long run. What's some of what's some of the do's and don'ts at at Thanksgiving? Like, like what's some of the what's some of the said don'ts? One earlier, I heard you say one earlier. Nah, I was just saying early <laughs> earlier. I was saying everybody everybody got like different family, especially if you black. If you black, you got all different type of family members that do different shit. Like everybody got that family member who show up and make their plate to go before they even make a plate to eat. Yo, you know what I don't like? I'm gonna tell you what's a what's a don't for me. What? It it, it only happens. I think it's because my sister, like, she knows we're both like we both cook. Mm-hmm. So we're both like critiquing each other. So I'll go make a plate and then I'll go sit down and I'll start eating and I look up and my sister's fucking staring at me. <laughs> And staring at my plate. And it's like, damn, nigga. She's like laughing, though. Like laughing. Like it's like a it's like an unspoken conversation we just had over mm-hmm. food. And it's like, I just want to see your plate. Like they just want to see my plate. It's yeah, like, why yeah, you want to yeah. see my plate? Yeah, more? yeah. Like I don't show my like they don't like they never see me eat before. And I'll be like, dog, like, damn, they just want to see my plate. I don't even make a big plate. They just want to see how I set my shit up. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. I mean, you know, I got, I, you know, I'm organized with my shit. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, I might have yeah. two plates. See, I just, I stack all my shit. I, I like my food to touch. So I stack everything <laughs> on top of one another. Nigga. I'm a hot sauce nigga, so everything can't touch. I, but I put hot sauce on everything. That's what I'm saying. Like, like I, I put, I, I drizzle hot sauce over the whole yo, plate. And if you ain't got no red hot at your house, I'm not stopping through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't do that Tabasco shit. I don't do that. What's that? That green shit. None of that yeah, shit. Yeah, I need yeah. real red hot. You heard? I fuck with the Texas Pete though. Nope. You don't fuck with Texas Pete. None of that. Said, that shit's hot. None of that. All that Tabasco. None of that. Well, what's up, man? Like Black Friday's coming up too, bro. Oh, Black Friday is coming up. Black Friday's coming up. What's up with all the boosters? Y'all not back in business? <laughs> I 
need the boosters. Shout back. out to the boosters. I remember they used to come through with the Marshalls cards. Yeah. Oh yeah. Word. Two two hundred get you four five hundred. Yeah. Have you out here living your best life? You go get to you a shopping nice, spree. Get you a nice winter jacket. Yeah. You do. Some you can underclothes. do. You can do all your Christmas shopping with one of those. All your underclothes, your socks, your boxes, all that. You might even on your way out of TJ Maxx and all of that. Grab you a nice set of candles, a new charger. We know, know, we know, we know who to call for the for the Marshalls cards, nigga. Yeah, I need a Marshalls card, nigga. <laughs> for real, because <laughs> they got new blankets and shit in there. I'm trying to hit home goods. You know what I mean? I need home goods oh, in my f- life. Look, five hundred on the Marshalls card. I'll do all my Christmas shopping. Yeah, every one of my nieces and nephews will be taking. You kidding of. me? I'll go get new, a brand new bed sets. New, new, you new. Can't new even go to Marshalls and buy a fucking regular hoodie no more, man. Why not? Cause they got fucking all types of anime all over everything. Oh yeah, dog. yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. like, damn, I can't get a regular hoodie. Yeah, see, see, I just I go in there, man, buy them nice comforters, set, get some of them health. But figure. I tell you one thing, if I had the boosters hit me off, or the boosters came through with it, I might have copped it. Yeah, see, I mean, for the yeah, low, cause I'm not yeah. paying full price for that. See, now, nah, but look, I go to Marshalls, I get those nice Tommy Hilfiger, them Nautica comforter sets. Yeah, I mean the 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 whole bed set. I just came from shams and all of that. Six new pillows. Yeah, see, I, I go to Marshalls and rack up on those. I love those. And I love those, be, love those comforter sets. And that's what it'd be good to have those cards for shit like that. You know what I yeah. mean? House type shit. I ain't trying to go in there and purchase no clothes. They are they they're done. They're not getting any. I heard they're not even giving them niggas no type of polo or nothing like that no more. Like, see, yeah. and then I went inside of um I went inside of Evelyn's to get my nephew some sneakers. Right mm. across the street from his crib, mm-hmm. and they don't sell Nikes no more. Mm. Shit threw me for a loop, man. Mm. Anyways, man, Black Friday. Speaking popping. of that, nigga, I need a Target card too, cause I'm going and I'm buying all the fucking Long Johns and thermals off the fucking rack. Yo, cause this Boston cold, my nigga, nigga, this shit fucking Yo. freeze your bones. Yo, I, that little walk from the V? From the car? Yo, I've been running from the door to the car Yo. all day long, Yo, I nigga. keep the gas in the V, right? Because I need, I promise you, I need to automatic start my motherfucking car. Yo. If you don't got the automatic start right now, it's bad. You got to run outside and start the car right back in the house? Yo. Woo-hoo, not me. Couldn't be me. It's fucking biting outside. It's definitely biting outside. You want to buy me a Christmas gift? Buy me some motherfucking Long Johns. I will be so happy. Because it is freezing out here. What do you, what, bro, what do you think about um about Bootsy going back to college? Oh, and I want to say this. One thing about Black Friday. Make sure y'all shop black, man. Buy oh, yeah. black, man. Buy black. Support black businesses on Black Friday. It's only right. Support black businesses on Black Friday. It's yeah. crucial. Your local brands, the big brands, the clothing brands. Even for the holiday season. For the too, holiday man. season All period, holiday man. Season for Christmas. We are buying black. Word. All right? Just got to put that out there. Word. 
But go ahead, what were you saying? I was going to ask you, man, do you think it's, I mean, Boosie Boo said he, he, he's enrolling back into college, man, and he's going to Jackson State, man. Shout out to Jackson State. Shout out to Jackson State. Jackson State you. got a whole lot of celebrity-like vibes going on down there, man. Thanks to, thanks to prom. They had prom time down there. They got his kids down there. They got yep. all types of new D1 recruits coming. His they daughter's have, about to play for the basketball squad. Look, his daughter about to play for the ball team. Boosie Boo on his way down there. Brittany Renner was on campus running it up. <laughs> Shout out to Brittany Renner. Renner. I like Brittany Renner now. I'm a a Brittany Renner fan. I can't lie. Yeah, yeah. Nah, I'm going to play the little clip, man. Boosie Boo, man. So we we can listen to why he want to go back to college and shit like that. I thought it was Shout out to my nigga Boosie, man. He should, man. man. I thought it was dope. He going to be a dangerous motherfucker. You let Boosie get formally educated, he going to be more dangerous than he already is. He already gets to the bag. And I love y'all, y'all love my stinking draws, and I love y'all back. <laughs> and I just wanna tell y'all that y'all always been supportive of me, and it's a big secret. I wasn't gonna let it out, but I'm enrolling in Jackson State next semester. Yeah, yeah. Let's go, Boosie Boo. boo. <laughs> I want to feel normal. I miss that part of my life. Yeah. I love it. So I want to enroll and, and be able to walk down the thing and go to class and try my brain. Because hmm. I still have matter up there hmm. that needs to be explored. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I love it, Boozy Boo, man. Pay that, pay that tuition in cash, nigga. No financial no aid financial. for you. Nah, he might be a real black nigga, man. <laughs> Try to apply for financial <laughs> he might aid. Get financial aid, and he might motherfucking get food stamps, nigga. Cash in one of them chains, nigga. You pay for your four year degree, nigga. One piece of, but jewelry. I think I don't think it's too late for anybody to go back to school, nah, man. Definitely, and not. like we was talking about earlier, man, like with a whole bunch of gangsters. Like my nigga Boosie came home and he's trying to go back to college, man. Like we was just See? talking about it earlier. You know and I mean, he's just trying to better himself and do something different, be something different. You know what I mean? And this is something that niggas are scared to do, challenge themselves. You know what I mean? And my nigga Boosie just said it. Like there's a lot of matter up there that needs to be explored. Right. And I don't think I think niggas are afraid to explore that. Like I don't even think people are picking up a book and reading anymore you know what i mean even though there's a whole lot of shit hidden from us in books so i don't know man shout out to boosie for doing that man and i think he might lead a lot of low you know i could see somebody like g herbo trying it out or somebody like that you know what i mean so hopefully he starts something with this um nah boosie boosie deserved that he he definitely we talking about just a couple years ago boosie was on death row yeah he could have been executed you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. and so yeah to see him you know, just appreciate life, appreciate education, appreciate his freedom and opportunity. Like, that's the kind of shit that you want. And it don't make him no less of a gangster. It don't make him no less of a gangster. I don't I don't think nobody's trying to pull his G card because the nigga talking about going to college and, and, and you know, becoming a better person, educating himself. He's still boozy badass, the same nigga he was before. You know, so, uh, yeah, you're right. That's just another example of what we was talking about, man. You don't got to keep going backwards. This nigga, he could have lost his life, like, in a real way. You know what I mean? Like, Uh they would have had all rights. He was on death row. So, literally, you know, they were trying to execute him. The government. Which was crazy. You know what I'm saying? So to see him come out and to take advantage of an opportunity 
and just better his life, you got to applaud that. You got to applaud yeah, you that. You definitely got to applaud that, man. Shout out to Boosie Boo. Man. It, need to, it need to be more people like him, man. We need to see a whole lot more of this, and I, I, I pray we do see a lot more, man, because there's a whole lot of fucking people out here that we could learn a lot from, man, like... Just to see Bougie try to think a little bit different and show somebody a little something different, man. It might have influenced about 10,000 kids from Louisiana that'd be like, man, fuck it. I'm going to college like Bougie. Going to college. You know what I mean? You know how many niggas he influenced to go outside and shoot somebody? Uh, and speaking of that, we, we we also mentioned 50 Cent. I don't know if you've seen that 50 Cent opened up like a, a, a business and innovation lab mm. for kids in Texas. Nah, I didn't see that. Teaching kids business and teaching kids about different industries, about STEM education, of course, about music and entertainment. And you did that in Texas? It's in Texas. And not New York? You don't go in, I mean, New York. Yeah, I don't I don't think it's in New York. Okay. I forget what it's called. I think it's called like G Unit Labs mm. or something like that. Like but it, it's it. a it's a it's a it's basically like a tech and innovation space for young kids to learn about entrepreneurship. You know what I mean? And 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 again, Kind of tying into that whole thing about how we was talking about occupying kids' time or putting in programming and systemic things for them to better themselves. That's the kind of shit that I like to see. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Not not no, you know, hey, let's give them a T-shirt type shit. Like, yeah. put some programming around these kids, man, where... where Again, they'll be off the streets. You know, they'll they'll have a curriculum to follow. Mm-hmm. Their time will be occupied for three, four hours out of the day. And they'll be turning their passion into a career. That's the kind of shit that I like to see. Yeah, and I hope we do. You know, I hope it just happens, man. All that shit come into fruition for everybody, man. Yeah, that's dope. That's dope. But I see, I see you got your neck shit pulled up. Yeah, man. <laughs> and I, I saw this headline, but I didn't hear the clip. And who is that? Is that Tammy Roman? Tammy Roman, man. She reveals she offered her husband the opportunity to have a baby with another woman. What you me think hear about it. that? I want to hear the clip. You want to hear the clip? I feel like I'm at a point where my career is starting to do and reward mm. me for all of my efforts and the time that I've been in this business. Yep. And a baby for me right now would just not yeah. be the thing to do. Yeah. So what I offered him okay. was an opportunity for us to take a break for a year or two what? and let him go find someone to have a child with. Stop it. And then when he has his baby, we could get back together. You so would genuinely be okay with that. Hold yes. on. So yeah. you're giving him permission. So what happens, let's say he follows through and mm-hmm. has this baby, do you help raise the baby? I would, I would help raise the baby. It's just I don't want to have it. I don't want to go get my eggs and all that. Mm-hmm. It, it's really more wow, about him being so able forward. to have his legacy here because he's, the, he's an only child. And he doesn't have children. And he does not have any children. So it's wow. really more for him than it is for That's solid. I got to oh. applaud that. She's a fucking gangster for that shit. <laughs> Shit me, sister. Hey, she's lit. But you know, I like Tammy Roman because she do keep it funky. Like, I'm not into the whole real housewife shit and all of that. But every time I see her, she's keeping it funky. Would you take that offer? I'm taking that offer. I would take the offer, but I feel like that's way too much on your plate. Your mother be with your baby mama and marry her. Your mother leave her. Because now you're dealing with two egos. You got a kid, and then she's she not going to want you to stay. 
She said take a break for a year or two. Yeah. I mean, a baby I mean, ain't alive for a year or two. Right, but I mean, you got to find someone to have the baby with. So I might I'm use the sure. first year just looking. I'm pretty sure you got something lined up. He might. You know he might. I mean, I mean but Steven child. still, it takes nine months to have a baby. Mm-hmm. You know, she ain't, she she could just be like, you know, and, and, and again, she... She could just like have her eggs removed, you know. She, uh-huh. she could do a whole surrogate mother type thing. Yeah, you know what I mean. Where you know That's they, why she they said just she don't put the baby in the egg and says, but she don't want to do all of that. So she, I'm assuming that she's weighed the options of you know him finding another person and falling in love with another person, him having sex with another person. I'm assuming mm-hmm. she factored all of those things in. Because she's she she's saying you can go out and have a and baby. Raw, but marry, but you can go out and raw dog. You can go out and raw dog somebody. You know, I'm going to be here doing my thing because I'm focused on my career. And I get that. She don't want to. And, and you know what? And that's even why that's even more respectable. Because there's a lot of women out there who's not having babies just because they don't want to mess up their career. They don't want to ruin their Nicki body. Nicki took a long time. Yeah. She used to say it all the time, like, this is not the right time for me to have a baby. Like, I'm really growing, I'm really working. She used to say that shit all the time. But honestly, I just feel like she didn't want to have a baby with Safari Punk ass. Yeah, probably. She wasn't trying to give it up to Safari or Meek Millie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's possible, but I mean that's real. That's real. And you don't you don't you don't see not only is that real, but it's rare because you don't see that coming from too many women who who have a realistic, logical you, approach like that. You don't. And then if you look at the girl, the the woman that she's on stage with, they're married woman, and mm-hmm. then looking at her like you're okay with that, like you're like you know, I, I feel like she might have had that if if she had that conversation with him, that was some G gangster shit by her. Yeah, that's gangster. But to be honest with you. I think I'll probably just walk away from the whole situation. I don't know if I would want to be dealing with two women like that. And I mean, I mean, but we, Cause we my, cause how you how's your baby mother gonna feel? I mean, but, I mean, you gotta tell her obviously, right? Be, I mean, like, you know, I mean, but, like, I'm married, but she told me I could have a child with somebody. Yeah, else. I mean, she ain't. She's not divorcing him. She's not saying, okay, we'll get divorced for a year or two. Yeah, I'm talking about the other girl. I know, I know, but I'm I'm just saying. So so. Uh, that just leaves space and opportunity for him to be totally honest with with whoever what this third party with. is, mm-hmm. because it ain't like you know whoever the baby mother is. She can't go throw salt in the game. She can't say, "Oh well, you know I'm messing with your husband." Well, yeah, I told him that he can go mess with somebody else. So it ain't like she could really throw salt in the game and ruin his marriage. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. The other joint though, she can she can like. She can, she can, yeah, that's the bit my baby's father. Like, I don't want to be child support. So just something can pop up from it opposite. Your mother just either be with that woman or see if your wife want to have this baby. Unless he's on some she hates me shit and she signed the contract. Uh, <laughs> I'll put the motherfucking contract on the table. Like, sign know, it. Man. I don't know, man. I'd rather, if, I, if I'm marrying you, you better be having my motherfucking but, but, baby. But women do that all the time. There, there, was, there are surrogate mothers you know, happening every single day where women are, yeah, you know, I'll hold the baby. I'll give birth to the baby and I'll hand it over to you. It's, it's y'all's baby. That I, happens. I wonder how those women feel. You know, he was talking about postpartum on the last one. That has to be crazy to hold a baby for nine months and give it up and never really want it back. I mean, but some women like having babies, though. Like like some some women like going through that process. Some women, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of them, yeah, some of them like like going through that process. Like, think about um, what made me say that was like DJ Envy's wife. Oh, like they love having babies. That's Envy's. 
weak ass. Yeah. They love melt. they love having babies. He's like butter. Yeah. <laughs> nigga said he melt like butter. That nigga melt like butter when he get in there, man. Every time they go yeah. on vacation, he's like, yo, come back man, pregnant. She got another one on the way, man. I just, you know what I mean? Like he's busting off. Yeah. Shout yeah. out to DJ MV. Yeah, I'm taking that deal. I'm taking and that's honorable, you know what I mean? That's that's a very selfless thing. And I'm not just saying that because you know, most most people were probably going to hear what I'm saying and be like, oh, well, of course you want to go out and have sex with somebody else. Who wouldn't take the... It's right. not even about that. It's about the fact that... Because if you listen to the reason why she said that she's doing it, she said that he's a man. He needs to leave his legacy here on earth. And and for real, I, I've, I've always looked at my personal self. It's not that I want to have kids. I do want to have kids. But I feel like I'm obligated to have kids. You know what I mean? One, for that very reason that she said, mm-hmm. which is leaving my legacy here on this earth. You know what I mean? Passing down my last name. Like, I felt like even if I didn't want to have kids, I would still have kids for that reason. Yeah. Like, I have to pass on my last name. I have to. Like, honestly, I honestly feel like I'm going to keep trying to have kids until I have a son. I feel like I'm going to, um, I'll probably have a kid. But I just feel like when I do have a kid, I'm probably going to be like, I, I I think I'll be out. Like, I don't know. I don't even know how to explain. See, it. see, but I'm, see, just by how, like, my family is set. Like, my father got five daughters, mm-hmm. right? And so I feel like I'm going to have our daughters. Yeah. Both of our families are dominated by women. Right. So I, I feel like I'm going to have girls. Mm-hmm. But I want to leave my legacy here so bad. That's and I feel like I'm going to keep trying till I have a son. Because, I mean, you'll have daughters. Your daughter gets married. She takes the last name of the person that she marries. Unless she hyphenates, you know, the last name and mm-hmm. keeps it. Most women don't unless you're Hispanic, Latina, or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's, the only, that's one of the only cultures it really happens in where they keep both last names. And... You know, I, I want to have a son because I want to pass on my last name. And it's just something about the men in my family, which is something genetic where we just like I, I look at my nephews now, like they all have that same character, that same mannerism that I have, that my father has, that my mm-hmm. brother has. You know what I mean? And I, I want to pass that on. So to have a woman who is thinking like that like he's a man he cuz most women don't think about that most no. most women don't think you know about men leaving their legacy here that's not that that, that doesn't even cross their radar whatsoever you know what i'm saying so again for her to even have that mindset like that's honorable like i would love to co-parent that way yeah i would love to be you know like have a co-parent person i mean maybe not somebody that we might want to get married or something like that but like Somebody that we'll probably have beautiful children. She'll make a beautiful mom. I'll make a beautiful dad. And we'll have no, we'll have stress-free problems. Yeah. I would do that, but that's like what I'm saying. Like, in that case, my mom's will leave my wife. I mean, and she seems, she seems very secure. Like, she don't seem like she's worried about her man falling in like love. Either. No, I'm yeah. just saying, she don't seem like she's worried about any woman coming and replacing her. She don't, she don't seem like she's worried about that. Which is a problem. Why, why do you think that's a problem? Because anybody's replaceable. Yeah, but. 
you know, it, it it's it's also very attractive that she's confident yeah, enough to be it, like, it is, it is. I, ain't, I I'm not worried about. It. Yeah, you can go have a baby with somebody else. I'm gonna be right here. I ain't worried about nobody taking my spot. Like she seems very confident and secure in that because I tell you, there's nothing worse than an insecure woman. Yeah, no, hell no. Oh my goodness, let's I, yo. There's nothing worse than an insecure woman. So the fact that she's sitting there secure in her position like that, mm-hmm. that says a lot about her. Now I do. I, I mean, I like. I, like I said, I would take the deal, but I would prefer not to take the deal. Well, I'm gonna I'm I'm get a contract. We're gonna sit at the table with some lawyers. If y'all never seen the movie She Hates Me, number one, you need to go watch She Hates Me. Yeah, because that was like our all time favorite in high school. Yeah, that's a classic. That was almost our career. Yeah, you need to go watch She Hates Me. That was almost our career. It, it still might be my career. We we talked about this before on the podcast. Yeah, I, I'll I'll definitely. We're not even gonna get into it. <laughs> I'm a sperm donor though. I will definitely be a sperm donor for the right price. For sure. <laughs> for sure. No <laughs> questions asked. Yo, but look though, talking about marriages and shit, you see Kim K done with the black ding dong. She done with the black ding dong because the black dong dong too toxic. So she trying to follow a big sister. Now she want morphine dick. She ain't shit. She ain't worth a nickel. That's crazy, y'all. She's outside. My nigga Kanye was just on the motherfucking Dream Champs last week talking about that's still my wife. wife right. You know what I mean? Ain't no paperwork. And here she go, leaving hickeys on the crackhead's neck. Yeah, see, she's bugging. Driving around, trying to go through dark times. I won't be surprised we start seeing Kimberly lose the ass, because white guys don't like ass. I won't be surprised we see her lose the ass and do a little bit of nose candy more than she's already doing it with Ye. Yeah. Because you know his name's Ye. Yeah. Yeah, yo. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, whatever, man. She, that, that, that. That was like probably one of the last things I really wanted to talk about, but that just brought me into Kanye, man, and him and Drake doing that Larry Hoover concert that's coming on December 9th. Um, ain't really too much to talk about that. I don't even know what they're trying to prove. Like, is this this concert going to get Larry Hoover home? Like, I don't know. They're just raising a bunch of money for Larry Hoover. I mean, you know, I'm not I'm not too fond of it. Yeah, because I don't I mean? even know what it, I don't even think Drake's too fond of it. He's just trying to help out. I mean, he's just trying to follow him with Jay Prince is telling him to do, to be honest with you. That's how I look at that. Yeah, but y'all doing all of this to get one man out of jail? Yeah. One, one, one? Just, just one. And there's so many more. And then for real, for real, I don't think Larry Hoover, Larry Hoover ain't going to stop all that shit that's happening in Chicago. Nah, he's one not. One of them little but... niggas that killed Larry Hoover. Nah, he's not going to stop none of that shit that's happening in Chicago. But I do feel as though he'll have some type of word with some some of the OGs that's still left around. Like to try to do some type of structure out there. Little niggas that killed them OGs too. Yeah, nah, that, oh, we already know how reckless and dangerous fucking Chicago is. I mean, but that's everywhere. The, the little mm-hmm. niggas out everywhere. Try to get a name. Them niggas don't respect no OGs. Yeah, and OGs I just, and, and, and again, it just it, it brings me back to my point. The kind of shit that I like to see is shit that's systemic. The shit that's going to affect the masses, not one person, mm-hmm. not one individual. So y'all throwing this big concert, probably going to raise millions of dollars for one man. And I, I'm not saying nothing bad about Larry Hoover. You know, he, he definitely deserves a second chance at society. Not taking nothing away from him. But come on. You know what I mean? There's all types of innocent people that's locked up. There's gang leaders from everywhere, from every major city, from every small city in the country. You know, so if you're going to do it for Larry Hoover, put something systemic in place 
where everybody could benefit from it or multiple mm-hmm. people could benefit from it. Because I don't think that Larry Hoover, you, all respect to him, but I, I just don't think that he has the power to turn around all the violence that's happening in these streets. I just, he's too far removed. The nigga been in jail longer than most people been alive. Mm-hmm. 50 years, damn near. So, years. you know what I mean? And shout out to his family and everything. You, you know, you got to hear his son speak. Mm-hmm. And so, again, I definitely feel like he deserves a second chance at society. But I'm just not into, to me, it's elitism. That, that's that's how I look at it. So, if you're going to do something for people who have been wrongfully incarcerated for you know, political prisoners as they as they're calling Larry Hoover. Do it for everybody. Cause there's a let me I'll tell you, there's a bunch of Black Panthers that are still locked up and they're real political prisoners. Yeah. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So why not do that stuff that's gonna impact a large group of people rather than one man? Yeah, I don't I yeah, like you said, I don't understand why they would want to go with one person. I feel like they could do a whole lot more. Um just like with that reform shit, like I don't really be knowing where a lot of this money's going that they be raising and putting into these places. Like, I mean, I just know it's not coming back to the community because the community can't feel it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're not they're not taking that money and using it to pay people to go lobby and to make new laws, and they're not putting it into nonprofit organizations. You know, it's, it's to me it just seems like a little publicity stunt, man. And mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I'm just I, I'm I, over that type of shit. Anyway. Yeah, I'm over I mean, it. I'm, 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 I'm over that symbolic shit. Like mm-hmm. I'm just like we get so much of that, and black people be so satisfied with that shit, and we we end up in the same place because everything is just so fucking. We get all these symbolic wins, and meanwhile we're fight, we're fighting a systemic battle. Like it just don't add up to me. It, it 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 don't add up. So, I mean, more more power to him. You know, I, I'll even you know do a round of applause to him. You know, but I said what I said, man. I said what I said. So, you know, I I don't, I don't really know what else to say about that topic. But um, I only had a couple more things, man. You got anything you really want to talk about? Uh Um. Well, I was just gonna bring up some quick hitters, right quick, man. Um, Dollar Tree's going to Dollar Twenty Five Tree. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, Malcolm X's daughter, you know, passed away. Yeah, um, condolences. Yeah, to condolences them. to Malcolm X's daughter. And this has happened so right after, um, you know, his assassins was just actually released from jail. I wouldn't even necessarily call them assassins because I don't even know if they necessarily did it. That whole story is kind of yeah. Crazy. They were saying that 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 those aren't the guys that actually. Yeah, so Malcolm that's why X. they're out now. So I really, you know, I don't want to call them that. But they came home. Um, and then coincidentally, his daughter was found dead like not too long ago. I mean, I think that was yesterday. Um, and lastly, man, I just wanted to say, man, shout out to my brother's birthdays, um, coming up, man, on the 26th. Shout out to Hank. Um. Big Bank Hank. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody, man. Um, my man, Steven Walker, he actually got a fight coming up on December 3rd. Shout out to my guy, Steve. He's 10-0 undefeated. 10-0 UFC, man. His fight's actually here in Boston, man. Let me see if I can pull it up right quick, man, and find it for y'all, but... I, I just want people, you know, go support him, man. I think he gets a good amount of those checks and stuff like that. Um, yeah, shout out to my Lion guys, Lion Life Steve. Promotions here in Boston. Lion Life. I mean, Lion Fight Officials. Um, at Lion Fight, uh, at Lion Fight Officials, man. Make sure y'all go to that page and cop a ticket, man. Go show him um, some love, man. He's selling tickets and they're going pretty fast. I wanted to check his last fight out, but 
I miss that, man. But that's my guy, man. I always talk to him on Facebook. He's 10-0 in this, in this UFC shit. So hopefully we can keep him going. Yeah, for sure. Shout out to him. Shout out to him. But, yo, we want to thank you all for tuning in to episode 14 of the Gold Members Podcast. Make sure you check out all of our latest content on all the top digital streaming platforms. I'm one half of the Gold Members Podcast, certified Gold Member Herb Reed. Man, it's your boy Tyson, man. Other half of the Gold Members Podcast, certified Gold Member Tyson, man. Make sure you check us out, man, on Gold, at Gold Members Podcast on Instagram. And make sure you follow me on Instagram, at Gold Members, and on Twitter, at Gold Members. You already know. Follow me on all social media, at Herb Reed. That's H-E-R-B-R-E-A-D. Yeah, bitch. It's like slippery when wet. I just fucked the rich bitch. We had million dollar sex. Hey, can't get shot by Cupid, so I fucked up with my fist. Uh, only thing can make me move is dead presidents. Hey, little nigga, dropping swag out over your television. Uh, I like a cover when we first met. She actually did it. I fucked the girl and passed that bitch just like a frisbee. I got some niggas selling Bobby and selling Whitney. I got some niggas still robbing, they addicted. Uh, dead man. I be dead fresh. Bad bitch, little mama, pussy dripping wet. I'ma die about my money, power, and respect.